The KTOY Sunday Show, your weekly forum to discuss the issues in our community. Brought to you by Derek McGarry, State Farm Agent, here to make your life go right. Here are your hosts, Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Good morning and welcome. This is The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Philip O'Donnell. It is the fourth Sunday in February and we welcome you, our listeners, to again this edition of The Sunday Show. KTOY Radio 104.7 produces the Sunday show. It comes to you live each Sunday morning from 9 until 10 a.m. Now, with the COVID protocols in place, we regret that we cannot take your phone calls. Our guests are actually on the phone lines and they're not with us here physically in the studio. Had to put this disclaimer out there. The views and opinions expressed on the Sunday show are those of the host only and not representative of KTOY 104.7 North Texas County Radio. Now, as a recap of last week, we had Texas High senior Evan Crawford and his proud mom, Ms. Erica Tom- Thomas-Stevenson. Evan, just as a review, is the first African-American student awarded a soccer scholarship at Texas High. He's graduating with a 3.4 GPA and is reportedly among the top three African-American men at Texas High School. He was offered six other athletic scholarships from five different states and four other colleges awarded academic merited scholarships. Best of luck to Evan Crawford. In the second segment, we talked to Ms. Jasmine Crockett, the only newly elected African-American representative in the Texas House of Representatives. Representative. Now, we do recall um, her being a T- Texarkana resident for nine years, uh, a civil rights and criminal defense lawyer, uh, as well as a public defender and uh, instrumental in the Bowie County Democratic Party. Um, she is now among 15 African-American reps in the Texas House with a total of 150 total members. We did discuss with her ERCOT as well as other congressional bills on last week's show. At this time, uh, before we welcome our guest of the hour, we will allow Dr. Charles Fortenberry to make a PSA on behalf of the NAACP. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. Good morning. Yes, sir. We got you now. Great, great. Hey, hello, everybody. It's been a while since I've had a chance to talk to your your listening audience. And uh, as always, it's quite an honor. Um, This time, the... uh, PSA concerns our fitness challenge coming up on March 13th, 2021, which is a couple of weeks from now. And this time it's going to be kind of open to all comers. Everyone's a winner. No real competition. Uh, It's a march for fitness, march for freedom. That's our theme. And uh, the location is Texarkana College, uh, right there off of Robinson Road. And we're, we're just going to walk along the, the fitness walk, the, the, the walking trail. Uh, it's going to be an enhanced march. There are a few little surprises we got planned for the folks that show up and actually do the walk. But even if you don't want to walk, I want you to show up anyway and get, get some of these T-shirts. <laughs> the T-shirt is, has been specially designed by the scholars, uh, inspired by the scholars. Uh, me and John Mullins got on the on a Zoom call with them and kicked some ideas around. We came up with a real work of art, something that you can really treasure. And honestly, these T-shirts are becoming collectibles. This is the third in a series. So you can imagine when we get up to about 25, you know, if you have number three, you know, people, you're going to be in high demand. So uh, I advise you to just go ahead, uh, contact the NAACP, go to their website and uh, go to the contact us uh, button there and you can send an email, say, I want a t-shirt and they'll send you the form. Uh, it, the, the form is 
also available on the NAACP Texarkana uh, Facebook page if you're able to get on that, to, to log into that. But yeah, a couple of ways to get that t-shirt, $20 uh, pre-order, and then come and pick it up. You pay when you show up at the event uh, on March 13th. So that's what I got. Let me get some clarification, Dr. Fortenberry. I didn't hear a time, mm-hmm. so we're going to be March 13th, Texarkana College. Now, I read somewhere that you're supposed to park in front of the Pinkerton Center. I'm assuming that's the building where the pool is. So Great. clarify that and also give us a time as well when you want people to be there. That's right. At 9 a.m. Uh, come by, come at about 8.30. They, they screen through the week, but I think you can just roll up uh, during the uh, on the weekends. But uh, so try to get there about 8.30. Uh, the event starts at 9. You stay in your car or stay close to your car. We're going to let people just go in in uh, little groups. Whoever you come with is going to be your, those will be your, your marching buddies. So we keep groups from crossing over with each other you know we stagger the start you walk through the trail and then you come back if you want to do another lap you can do another lap but yeah we keep the groups separate for social distancing but 9 a.m yeah park in front of the picketer center that that's where we're set up oh by the way voter registration as usual and uh naacp membership or you can renew your membership or get a new membership there on the site as usual uh healthy snacks and t-shirts purchase all right so as a recap NAACP Texarkana branch fitness challenge going on March 13th about 8 30 uh, will be the beginning time and there are shirt sale uh, going on for the event as well uh, for questions comments or concerns uh, can you tell us who the contact is yes yes go to the contact us tab on the NAACP Texarkana website and uh, you'll be able to shoot an email to me or to uh, to Barbara Atkins, here's our wonderful secretary. Uh, otherwise, check the NAACP Texarkana website, and you'll see the flyer that gives you details and a link to the pre-order form for the T-shirts. Really good idea to go ahead and pre-order, so we'll have your size available. We got some large and X, uh, XL and XXL. You know, we, we don't know what, what to what to have ready for you, so. Just let us know. Just just fill out that form. All right. Well, we thank you, Dr. Dr. Winner. So, um, go ahead, Lamar. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now, I was just going to say that we certainly appreciate Dr. Fortenberry, the work he's doing with the NAACP. Um, we're going to take our first break, and when we come back, Lamoya is going to introduce our first guest. Thanks, everybody. The Sunday Show will continue with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. This year has many people pondering the question, am I prepared for life's unpredictable moments? 2020 definitely offers new proof that things can change in the blink of an eye. Before these random, accidental, or unpredictable moments happen, we are here to help you prepare for them, just as we've always been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. Have you been diagnosed with lung cancer or mesothelioma? Did you spend your life working hard in a shipyard or in the railroad industry? Were you a pipe fitter in the oil or gas industry? Or maybe you worked in construction or you're a proud Navy veteran. If you worked in any of these industries, it's a high likelihood you worked around or near asbestos in your lifetime. And if you've been diagnosed with lung cancer or mesothelioma, you may be entitled to significant compensation. Our attorneys have been fighting hard for years to win our customers the compensation they're entitled to for their pain and suffering. 
So if you've been diagnosed with lung cancer or mesothelioma, call right now for help. This commercial is paid for by Airtime Media, and I'm a non-attorney spokesperson. 800-376-9250-800-376-9250-800-376-9250. That's 800-376-9250. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. At Ashdown Dental Clinic, Reese Lunsford and the team understand how anxious you can feel with a visit to the dentist. They take your whole will just your teeth and gums as important as it should be. They provide an individual, holistic solution because everyone is different. If someone you know is experiencing mental health problems, Community Health Corps can help. Contact us at 1-800-4-INTAKE today. For immediate help, contact our 24-7 crisis line at 800-832-1009. Ivan Smith Furniture has exactly what you're looking for. Living room, bedroom, dining room, kids' room, office, even outdoor furniture. Plus mattresses, accents, and entertainment centers. Financing, delivery, online bill pay, and so much more. Ivan Smith Furniture with locations in Texarkana, Hope, and Atlanta. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. Dreaming about your next vacation? Dream about Juneau, Alaska. Just two hours north of Seattle, we're the destination for outdoor fun. With more than 250 miles of trail within a few minutes of downtown, Juneau has walking and hiking for the whole family. Refresh your spirit in our national forests, then share your day while indulging in some of the best food and craft beverages in the U.S. Multiple flights daily on Alaska Airlines will have you exploring in no time. Make that dream trip come true by visiting TravelJuno.com. Now back to the Sunday show with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. And we are back for our first segment of uh, the Sunday show with myself, LaMoya Burks, and Philip O'Donnell. At this time, we have the great pleasure of um, being in, uh, having an interview with two beautiful ladies for the segment, M- uh, Melanin in the Media. We have with us Sydney Simone and Epiphany Lachey. Now, you may uh, be familiarized with those names because these ladies bless us and grace us every day in a type of media here in the Arklatex. At this time, Sydney, if you will begin with your intro, good morning. Hello, good morning. First off, thank you so much for having me on today. Um, I definitely am happy to be here and appreciative at the same time. Um, hey, Tiffany. Um, yeah, like you said, I am a, a, a news reporter and multimedia journalist for Channel 6 here in Texas, Canada. So I'm telling stories just like you are each and every day. Well, thank you for being here with us. Epiphany? Hello. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sydney. Thank you all for having me on this morning. I am a news reporter here in Texarkana. I lived in Texarkana for about five years, and I am as well as a radio host here at the Texarkana Radio Center. After this show, you can hear me on the Sunday afternoon mix. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and I hope you have a good day. All right. Let me kind of begin with the first question. A lot of our listeners may not necessarily know you or know your particulars about you. So let's just kind of begin with this. Um, what you're doing as a journalist, is that something that you aspire to do or is it something that just kind of 
kind of fell in your lap. And Epiphany, we can begin with you. Well, as a journalist, I always inspired to be a broadcaster, but I was more of looking on the radio side because I'm more behind-the-scenes type of person. But as I went through college, you know, um, TV, news reporting just kind of fell in my lap. Um, I applied for an intern, and I got it based off my professor's advice of telling me I should go into the news field, which was never a thought on my mind. And after I got the interns, just like blessings, it started falling out. They flew me out to Miami to participate in a National Association of Broadcast Journalists, NABJ. They have a big conference every year, and I got to participate on the student projects. And after that, that's when I got hired for a job in the TV news field. So the news field just kind of fell into my lap, but broadcast has always been on my heart. Give me some mind, kind of the same question. Um, is journalism something that you from a little girl you wanted, or you went to school and it's like, okay, I'm cute, so I'll try this, or was it just as luck would have it, and I, here I am today? So kind of what's your story? Um, I think for me, um, I've been around it since I was, uh, since I was young. I didn't really realize I wanted to do it until about high school, getting into college. So um, I had some relatives who worked in radio for several years in Chicago, um, from the well, entertainment industry. Uh, for me, I was picking up the camera at, at a young age. I was all an athlete from middle school, or from a young child through high school, rather. Um, so I actually wanted to do sports broadcasting. Um, but, you know, went to school, majored in mass communication, came out, didn't have a job. So um, I ended up applying for news. And um, I ended up getting that job first, and that's how I got into news. So for me, I always enjoyed just listening to other people and telling their stories. Um, I originally, like I said, wanted to do it for athletes, for, and I'm kind of doing it in general for news. So I'm kind of just walking in the path that has for me right now, but um, I did want to do something in the media field. Um, I didn't know exactly what it was at the time, but I just knew I wanted to be in this industry. Now, considering COVID and COVID protocols, surprises, challenges, talk to us about that. Uh, Epiphany? Well, um, COVID for us, we have kind of been out in the wind since everything has started going on. I actually started um, working on TV right in the middle of the pandemic. So um, we've been out with the first hand talking to hospitals, city officials, trying to keep you guys informed and trying to keep ourselves safe. We wear masks everywhere we go. You know, it gets hot because we carry heavy <laughs> equipment, but we have been out <laughs> first hand in the community keeping people informed of what's been going on. So, um, yeah. Uh, Sydney, uh, with your feedback, uh, I do, as I was asking the question, and I thought, I remember seeing you out during the snowstorm, sitting in your car, so if you want to elaborate a little bit more. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, we are out where it's rain, hair, snow, sleep, tornado, world, it's in the we are out. <laughs> so, yeah, um, with the snowstorm coming, um, I was out uh, probably about like 3, 8 o'clock in the morning, you know, just watching the snow come in, covering it, you know, trying to give you guys the best information to keep everyone safe. Um, so then, like, like we just said, we are in a pandemic, but at the same time, there's still other things going on outside of the pandemic that we still have to worry about. Um, I think, honestly, during that week of the snowstorm, I would say it seemed like we kind of forgot about the pandemic just a little bit. Um, <laughs> I noticed during that time, for some reason, masks kind of disappeared. Nobody was wearing them, you know, we weren't really talking about it, but then it came back after it, so that was weird. But, yeah, you know, working long hours during the snow coverage or storm coverage in general, um, 
you know, staying out to make sure we guys are keeping you informed so that you can stay safe and um, stay at home. So, you know, along with Black Lives Matter, we didn't want to do independent too. So, you know, just kind of maneuvering through that, being around so many people at a protest in the pandemic. So it's just about, you know, maneuvering through it and staying safe, like you said. Ladies, let me ask you this question. It, it's kind of the, the close or the last day, I should say, of Black History Month. Um, you kind of, uh, in that next generation that kind of the civil rights movement and what my generation has gone through, you kind of got a baton, and there are a lot more opportunities. Talk a little bit, if you would, about who those role models were, or maybe even the lack thereof, or who were the people that you want to acknowledge as being trailblazers in your industry? And Epiphany, we can begin with you. I want to acknowledge uh, Ms. Amy Young and Ms. Al Davis, because they paved the way for me in this industry with the radio center here yeah. at um, KTOY. You know, you guys right. know that they are the founders of KTOY, and I actually got a chance to interview them both. Um, for a black history segment on uh, KTOL, I mean KTAL, and they talked to me. They told me their whole story of how they got started, and I really appreciate um, the hard work that they put in to have this station to be all that it is today and get to follow my dreams and to be on air. Absolutely. Sydney? Sydney Simone, kind of that mm-hmm. same question. Any role models, trailblazer? Um, for me, yes. I, you know, in terms of uh, news broadcasting, uh, I was just watching people, you know, um, on TV, Solidad O'Brien, um, Roland Martin, Oprah Winfrey, just, you know, just watching the news going up and just kind of taking notes and seeing what they do. And like I said, I had some family members who did radio, um, Sean Knight, the radio in Chicago, so I paid attention to him. Um, I paid attention to a lot of actors and actresses, like Nika McKinney, I did watch Tyler Perry. So I watched different forms of people in the industry for a while, just to figure out what I wanted to do, um, and then kind of narrowed it down. But just watching how they, they grind, how they work, how they respect the job, how they cater to their people, how they give back. So I just kind of watched that journey in addition to the work that they do. So it's like twofold, you know, kind of got to focus on what you do um, in terms of uh, um, TV, but also, you know, in the community, people kind of forget about that part. It's not just go to work, show up, do your job, go home. You actually got to talk to people, get to know them, and be invested in what you do. So I kind of took notes on a number of people. So those are just a few that popped in mind. Now, um, TV poses, especially in the sense of mass comm, mass communication. I know about 20 years ago, um, textbooks as well as the etiquette uh, in the field has a, a or had, I'd like to say had, I hope it's in the past tense, uh, a sort of stereotype, in, especially in regards to African-American women. It had, and, and that's why this segment is called Millennium in the media, because, and you all, I'm sure, remember, recall, or have reminders that there were these certain uh, stigmas or expectations regarding skin color, skin tone, makeup, appeal, that type of thing. Or, do you all still feel, or, or do you feel that appeal, does it affect you? day-to-day, every once in a while. Um, how is it, uh, particularly being a African-American woman in the media? Epiphany? Well, I'm going to say um, my, our news director is very laid back. He is also African-American as well. And when it comes to, like, hair and makeup in the field, he's always like, just be yourself. 
just to make sure it looks professional. So me, um, I like to change my hairstyles. I go from natural curly to braids to weed, the wigs, and he is accepting of all of it. I haven't got any bad feedback about it. Um, like I say, he encourages us to be ourselves um, because other people are looking at us. Little black right. girls are looking at us. When we pull up on a scene, they're looking at our hair, how we present ourselves. So we're always encouraged to be ourselves. But there is still out there. People talk right. about it all the time. At our station, we are just blessed that all of us are predominantly all African-American. But at other stations, sometimes there's only one African-American in the room, and they're critiquing her hair, her makeup, and her the way she dresses. But here, it's, it's been pretty good. We've been accepted. Wow. Sydney? Yeah, yeah. We definitely are fortunate to have the new character um, that we do. As you said, um, he's very accepting. He's also good about bringing in young black talent and kind of training them and bringing them up and, like, handing them off into the, to the industry, the bigger world. So um, in that, I was kind of nervous, too, at first. Cause I was just like, you know, I have I like to jewelry, I have longer hair, you know, how is that going to be perceived? Because when I was doing my research and coming through school, I noticed everybody had, like, a really short cut and <laughs> kind of very um, conservative with the makeup and everything like that. So I was, I was nervous about that, and I was kind of mentally preparing myself before I got here to kind of change. But, you know, like, like said, he never asked us to do that. He never told us he had to, you know, he just, like, you know, be you. And I think naturally now the industry is starting to have a small little shift um, in terms of, being super professional. Um, now you're seeing journalists more comfortable with rocking their natural hair. They're wearing jewelry. They have piercings in there. I have several piercings in my ear. I've seen some anchors with piercings in their ear, which is kind of like, not normal. But, um, you know, people, I think the industry is starting to shift, and it could be the generational gap that's making that happen. So I think we're all starting to embrace who we are and, you know, just realizing that we are people who have personalities and things going on outside of work. But people and the, uh, the audience also embraces that. They want you to be transparent, too. And I think that's why we're so comfortable and we've allowed um, ourselves to kind of let our hair down and see if we just kind of mm-hmm. see us on TV or in media in general, rather. Okay. All right. Ladies, let me let me ask a question, <clears throat> and I'm going to pivot a little bit here. Um, the media is something that that platform can be used, and it can be positive and uplifting, or it's something that unfortunately can be demonized and it can be negative. Um, we talked a little bit. I heard somebody mention Black Lives Matter. I, I think that was you, Sydney. But if you look at um, how the media has portrayed black people or black people who are activists, and I'm thinking about the Black Panther Party, they demonized them. Um, in the political climate we're in right now, there's an attempt to discredit or demonize Black Lives Matter as if it equates to what happened on January 6th with the far right when they literally took over the Capitol or attempted to. Talk a little bit, if you don't mind, and Pip, I'm going to begin with you, about that negative portrayal of media. Um, I mean, you talk about Chicago and Fred Hampton and the Black Panther Party, or you talk about Black Lives Matter, and it's like they're going to demonize and they're going to use this thing for something that's negative. And I don't know if you can overcome that or even if you're comfortable speaking on it because you're in the media. But we can't just ignore it. So begin there if you don't mind, Christian. I think it just depends on um, the journalist, the integrity of the journalist, how she perceives or he or she perceives that story, how they put that story out. Because all of the 
protests that went on in our area with the Black Lives Matter, us as journalists, we made sure that people knew that it was peaceful. It was for a change. Like, we were coming out here to do something good for the community. As far as twisting it up, um, like you said, the Black Panthers were, um, they were perceived wrong in the media back then. I think it's, it just goes back to those journalists, how they looked at that group at that particular time and put them out in the media. Those journalists felt like they were wrong. They didn't have anything to stand for. But us today, as journalists, we feel like Black Lives Matter. We matter. So we put that out there. We look for black stories in the community to let people know what's going on. So I think it just depends on the journalists. Kind of the same question for me, and you probably, yeah. Yeah, I would I'll come out for that. Yeah. No, 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 you go ahead, because I, you, 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 I think you're going where I want you to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, um, yeah, I think it's, one, the journalists, that's a big part of it, but two, uh, sometimes people don't realize behind the journalists, there's people behind the scenes. There's a news director, there's a station, there's a company. And um, depending on where you are, that station might t- have you telling the story a certain way, or you might have a network behind you that wants the story being told a certain way, so then you kind of feel the pressure behind um, your bosses to kind of like shift and change the story and just reading things online from other journalists. There were companies that were blaming people for using certain words and certain things in their scripts. They're telling them what they can and can't say. So um, I think it's, it, it definitely goes back to the journalists, but sometimes the journalists feel the pressure of management behind them, behind the scenes, or either, you know, it's either you tell the story a certain way or you lose your job, because then I feel like at, at that time, they're shifting their perspective, you know, you kind of, one, catered to their audiences, two, catered to the request from the higher-ups, just so, you know, they don't lose their job, so then it, I mean, it then boils down to, the, you know, keep your integrity and, you know, be honest and tell the story and truth. Or you, you risk everything and kind of lose your position to kind of tell the story. So I mean, I guess that's a decision you'd have to make as a journalist. But um, I just want to let people know that sometimes it isn't always the journalist. Sometimes right. it's the company, just the people behind the scenes influencing them to tell the story a certain way. Or certain right. networks, um, in terms of national television, networks can control the story a little bit more. Like in local television, like people said that. The, we don't have an agenda. We just want to tell the stories and continue. That's it. Right. With networks, um, they're a little bit different. They can uh, shape things a certain way or tell it in a different angle or a different light because they are a network. So um, I think sometimes people get confused between national and local media coverage. And they, you know, not saying that national news is bad. Not that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, none of it. It's fake news, but, you know, I think people tend to yell at local journalists because of what happened on national news coverage. So. Right. All right. Well, ladies, we certainly appreciate your time and your insights in educating us a lot more about media life in spotlight you beautiful ladies we are very proud of you and we look forward to seeing you uh each and every week and you can catch uh sydney simone again if you will remind us where we can uh join in on your talent yeah um catch me on uh channel 15 weekdays um out in the field if you're in texas county you'll see riding around in the car out telling (laughs) stories um, on social media, I'm usually active on Facebook. I usually post a lot of the 
the news content that I do on there. So in case you miss it, you can still be informed. Same thing with Twitter and Instagram. That's all Sydney Simone one. Um, so yeah, you can keep up with me there, and I'll make sure I keep you guys informed as well. All right, Epiphany. And thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, Epiphany. Yeah, um, like Sydney said, you can catch me on Channel 6 at 5, 5.30 and X6, Monday through Friday. And on Sundays here in KTOY from 1 to 6, um, I'm the Sunday afternoon host, like I said. And on social media, you can follow me at Epiphany Lachey. And I do talk back, guys, so <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> Right, yeah, same. I, I, I'm very responsive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right, Texarkana, you heard it first. Let's get out. Let's support. Get informed. And again, ladies, we thank you for joining us this morning for Coffee Talk here at The Sunday Show. And we will be right back after this commercial break. The Sunday Show will continue with Philip O'Donnell and LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. Sometimes in life, a sudden situation, a moment in time, alters your whole life and forever changes the road ahead. But we want you to know that no matter what, we are here to help you be prepared for the ups and downs and twists and turns through your life's journey. We are here to help life go right. We are your good neighbor. Always have been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. KTOY is making 2021 forever with a bucket list trip to Juneau, Alaska. Alaska. You'll explore breathtaking glaciers, fjords hundreds of fathoms deep, and feast on wild-caught salmon. Five days of awesome adventures and world-class accommodations on your bucket list trip from Travel Juneau. Ready to start packing? Register at Unclaimed Furniture or Clear Sound Audio Video to instantly qualify today. From the station going to the coolest destinations, KTOY. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-426-3569. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community tax helpline today at 800-426-3569 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-426-3569 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-426-3569. Pick up the new KTOY 2021 year plan and you could win $1,000. Ask for your planner today at Clear Sound Audio Video or Carter Adams Flooring. Then listen for your chance to call in and identify the featured business to qualify for $1,000 cash. Pay some bills, have some fun, or put it in the bank. I come! From the station with a plan for more winners in 2021. Jam and 104.7 KTOY.